0: Warning! Warning! The freestyle club contains adult language. It is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Oh my god! Uh, oh my god! My god! Okay, it's happening. Everybody, like stick like It's time for another blah blah episode. the Freestyle Club of the Freestyle Club. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! truth. You can't handle the truth! truth. Nigga, I'm the gold motherfucking standard! This is Freestyle Club, with your hosts, the unknown admin, Rafael Reyes, and CPR, Jose Ortiz.
1: What's good, you bastards? I am the Unknown Admin, and here with me today is the man that has been telling artists they suck for over 20 years, the man ahead of his time, CPR,
2: Jose Ortiz. Wow, it feels feels like a homecoming to me right now. It feels like WrestleMania weekend. It feels like, uh, I feel cathartic. Take about brother how does it feel
1: to be so prolific to be ahead of your time to be vindicated validated any adjective you want to put in there how does it feel
2: It actually it actually makes me feel sad uh, because a lot of people's feelings got hurt It's one thing for on air radio personality who's been doing it for 20 years who has an ear telling you that you know your sound is not that good that what you're doing is not something that you should put out, but to hear it from the top tier talent in freestyle, now that's a heartbreak that is heard around the freestyle community, which is what happened this weekend when Stevie B went fucking crazy. Let's get right into it. There's a lot to unpack. We're gonna go straight
1: into the hot topic of the week
0: this is the Freestyle Club Topic of the Week Let's Talk Freestyle Freestyle
1: Stevie B is pissed and unless you've been living under a rock or took a break from Facebook this weekend you would know that Stevie B put out a passionate rant about the current state of
2: freestyle Passionate rant? I think he just completely blew up the entire freestyle universe To me, again it's awesome because you can see the freestyle community turn on their own like they usually do. They build you up to tear you down. Yeah, C V B is a difficult artist. I know that. I've seen it firsthand. I've seen him demean some people. I have seen him be a jerk. I have seen him get arrested in front of me for not paying child support in Springfield, Massachusetts. You know, But those things are all personal things that people put up with the the child support thing has nothing to do with his statement the treatment of the people that he works with whether it be a, a freestyle artist he took under his wing that has nothing to do with this statement this statement has a lot of validity and it really takes the layers and layers of our music and really goes deep into each individual layer to tackle some of the issues that we as a freestyle community and we as a freestyle show Like the freestyle club, we've been talking about this for almost thirty weeks. He said a lot of things, and we'll go over the reaction from the fans
1: and the artists. But I want to focus on the things he said and didn't say, as opposed to all that other uh, personal things that really don't matter that just distract from what he's actually saying. And again, what he's been saying, you've been saying for over twenty years. We've been saying it since week one of the podcast, and it's. I think it's good that someone with his stature has come out to set it and and others have agreed with him. They may not have agreed with the way he put it out. And, you know, Jose, I've been telling you since I've known you, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. But I think you get to a point where you hold it in, you hold it in, you hold it in, and then finally you got to let it out. And it always comes out the way it came out this weekend.
2: One thing that I noticed too is that when you make a point in freestyle and the point is so good that you can't rebuke it, they get personal with you. And that's what's happened with me. I mean, you know for a fact that people have tried to get me kicked off the radio station. People have taken pictures of my home and sent them to me. They've given out my phone number, my location. And this is when you make solid points against any artist. If you say, hey, you you submitted a song to me. It's not that good. You should redo the vocals. The production is not good. Or, hey, you shouldn't be in freestyle. They lose their fucking mind and get personal. And that's what happened with Stevie B. Everyone who was heard by his um, uh, his comments, they all turned on him like a bad pro wrestling angle. He had a, a lot of
1: fans agreeing with him and artists agreeing with him. And to me, I, I don't question his integrity, but I do question the timing in a way. Because, Jose, as you know, and I've said it on this podcast many a times, freestyle has had its droughts. It's had its really bad years. It had years where it was nothing coming out or what was coming out was wasn't its best representation of the music. And, you know, he's had anywhere from 2000 to 2017 to come out with this rant. I just question it. Why now, when freestyle has really been at his best in the past 20 years?
2: I think it's because people are not putting on their active listening skills. You know, you and I sit back and we examine everything and we came to the same conclusion. They're fucking with his money. In my opinion, The reason why he came out with this rant is because he's already telling you who he's attacking. He's already telling you where his issues lie. And again, I put on my active listening skills. I know that you did as well. And when he stated Brazil, Canada, and Germany, ding, 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 that's where he can go and make double, triple of the money that he makes when he gets booked in the US. Those are his territories. And who are the artists and who are the producers and who are the people putting out stuff in those areas, especially in Germany? Well, to me, he was talking about Tenasi. It seemed like, especially with that album that
1: came out, that was song after song was the same song. Musically, it was the same song. To me, it was just, you know, the Planet Rock rehashed, reinvented, reborn, reanimated, just the same thing shit like the 50 shades of burials we got the 50 shades of soul sonic force with that album yes
2: absolutely agree and you know for a fact that canada brazil germany they love that pan rock beat and yes dvb has put out songs with the pan rock beat and yes dvb has used danassi as his producer i understand that but there's an influx of bad freestyle music that's being released and here's the thing about this bad freestyle music like he said in the video it's becoming the standards. He even made a comment to the fans that if this is what the fan standard is, it's no wonder the music is where it is. Because as you know, Ralph, when, when freestyle artists put out music, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. The fan is going to get behind it because it has the logo on it, freestyle music, or because it's deemed freestyle music. So that's what Stevie B is talking about. But specifically, that market the Brazilian market, the Canadian market, and Germany—they're actually putting out these horrible artists, and they're getting people to support these horrible artists. And I have the list in front of me because I did my homework, and we'll talk about them as well. But it wasn't only that they released this freestyle music volume one with terrible music, where the best song in the entire compilation was Luis Marte, which is is a statement in itself. And no disrespect to Luis Marte, but you know, for all my life was the best song on that en- an entire compilation. But Luis Marte, you know, it doesn't have that, that, that new school freestyle career that other new school freestyle artists who have been in the forefront putting out quality music have. So if you go through that Robio Entertainment Freestyle Music Volume 1, you have talented, talented artists. You got bad music from Johnny O. You got bad music from Planet Patrol. You got bad music from The greatest background singer of all time, Debbie Cole, she's on there. And they have a bad song with her. And it's not that the artist is bad. It's that the whole combination of bad writing, bad production, off-sync vocals, all these different things are apparent in Freestyle Music Volume 1. And it doesn't even stop there. I think you brought up Johnny O on this compilation.
1: And Johnny O just came out with a new single. I think if you compare the two songs... The point that we're trying to get across will become apparent that there is a difference in the production, in the way the artist sings the songs, the way the track is produced. There is a huge difference. You have to be able to hear it. If you don't hear it, then we can't help you. And Stevie B is
2: right. Jay Bazor came out with an album. Uh, If you listen to the entire album, unfortunately, the entire album is not good. Very talented artist. Don't get me wrong. Please listen to what I'm saying. Use your active listening skills. Jay Mazur is a great artist. All right. Vocally, he's there. He's got the look. He's got the swagger. All right. But he does not have the freestyle music to carry that album. The only songs that are good on that album were the songs that were not produced by Tanasi. And when I say not produced, I'm talking about You Don't Know Me, produced by Jay Adams, who was never given credit for being the producer, who, when it came down to releasing, That version of you don't know me. There's a there's a version that I have that says Jay Adams music on it, and they omitted that from the final release. They actually asked for that to be taken out of the production because Romeo Entertainment wanted to take credit for it. Because you can't, you don't see, right written by, you don't see produced by, you don't see any of that. Ironically though, they have two versions of the song for Jay Mizor on there, but they put. The remixer J W on there, but they never mentioned J Adams. So Josh Weisman gets credit, but J Adams does it. There's a there's an
1: issue there. There's is a big constant in freestyle where people are not getting credit, they're not getting recognition, they're not getting their dues, and, and it's disturbing because you know people like that will stop. You know, like, like J will just stop working with other producers, and that's going to be the outcome that people are going to stop working with other people, or they're going to stop working, period. And we'll go back to the the freestyle of the late 90s. That was, it, to still a phrase,
2: pure garbage. Yeah. And so you just mentioned Johnny O. Johnny O put that song on Runaway, or whatever it's called. The Don't Run Away, Don't Go Away. Whatever is on that uh, Freestyle Music Volume 1. I completely ignored it, because it wasn't Johnny O's best. That wasn't produced by Jay Adams. The new song that was produced, and we debuted on our show where we had johnny o and we did tackle Tanasi and johnny o himself agrees that tanashi should stay away from the planet rock beat and if you want to hear it yourself go to the cpr's clubhouse podcast and look at the episode or listen to the episode where it says uh, featuring johnny o during the interview uh, 30 minutes in to to the podcast johnny o says it himself yeah you know he shouldn't be using that and the only reason why i invited johnny o was because. And, and I've been inviting Johnny O to my show for four months to debut this song, is because this is a song that he should be promoting. My one and only is the song that he should be promoting right now. We talked about how Jay Allen's produced this. We talked about how he doesn't like The Planet of Rock Big either, and how he's very, how Johnny O stated himself that he was very uh, vocal about what's quality, what's not, and not to send him anything uh, because he could tell you if it's bad or not. Well, he should be really looking into his own group, he should be really looking into his own crew. He should be looking into his own people that he's affiliated with. Because Romeo Entertainment right now, at this moment, is ruining freestyle. Tanasi is single-handedly ruining freestyle. And I can give you a list, which we will talk about in a few minutes, in regards to the plan of rugby. We know what he said. He's talking about
1: productions, the artists, the songs. He mentioned the places that he has issues with. And I agree with all that. The thing that I didn't, the, the spot that Stevie B lost me was when he threw in Tony Garcia as some kind of
2: standard in freestyle. Tony Dr. Eddie Garcia became the standards in the 90s when he produced Little Susie, Take Me In Your Arms, and he brought in the slew of Planet Rugby. The, the Planet beat is made synonymous by Tony Dr. Eddie Garcia. And at one time, Tony, Dr. Eddie Garcia was the standard. Then his quality diminished and he just did what every other person does. He went to the well too many times. And that's why I was so angry when Tanasi released his, his new material when he came out uh, about a year ago and started putting more Planet Rock Bee into the mix because we were in a situation where we were, they were getting releases that were quality. We got Alyssa B. Legendary with, with Charlie Baby coming back into the to the swing of things. We had other production groups like the Santana twins trying to take their time to hone their craft and put out quality stuff. People like Woody Valentine took a step back and said, Hey, let's let's see what other people are doing. Let's nurture some of this new freestyle that's happening. I'm not gonna produce anything. Let let them get their shine, right? You had other producers, other artists trying to get into the fold and then here comes Tanasi with inferior plan of rugby. So, yeah, Tony Garcia at one time uh, was the man, but that was in 1990-something. Right. Early 1990s. We're in 2019. Tony Garcia hasn't had a hit in 20 years. And, yeah, I completely agree with you, Ralph. When he mentioned that, he kind of lost me as well. But don't forget, too, you know, in that, in that 90s mark, in the early 90s mark, Mickey Garcia was doing some things. He had some songs on commercial radio. Niaja, Who's Got Your Love. He was successful. They were successful. It was only when everybody started implementing that pad of rock. Because, see, Tony Garcia was successful. So then his brother, Mickey, was like, well, like Willie said in in the podcast, you got to start adding some pad of rock to your stuff. And Willie's like, I'm not doing that. But it was requested. That's the thing for me is...
1: You know, being as old as I am, I, I know music before there was freestyle, and I and I heard freestyle as it was coming out, and there was no Planet Rock beat in the early freestyle to me. It that was like a late '90s thing, and it just happened to coincide when freestyle went dead. You know, so that association will forever stick in my mind that when the Planet Rock beat, after Planet Rock beat song came out, that's when freestyle just took a nosedive. You know, it may be coincidental, but to me, it, Again, it's forever ingrained in my mind that that's when Freestyle went to shit. And I know there's other factors. We know the other labels like Metropolitan and Viper and,
2: and all those others had a hand in it. We were playing techno on our radio station. Jesus the Juice Vasquez was playing techno. And he went and focused on house music back at that time when Freestyle was at its worst. But we were lucky because then the New England influx of Freestyle came out at that time when we had an influx of local artists so we were okay in our area and then came the slew of bad freestyle from connecticut so that's a different uh topic but it, this is how we can tell how things go from good to bad and that's what's happening right now when cvb is talking about brazil canada canada and germany they don't have a standard over there ralph you can go to brazil say you're Ronaldo, and make you know a thousand bucks that's what the standard is in brazil
0: Subscribe to the Freestyle Club. Freestyle. Freestyle Club. On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, tune in, and Stitcher. Visit the Freestyle The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's talk. Freestyle.
1: So another thing that Stevie B mentioned and I got a, a lot of questions on was Was he attacking? certain artists because he mentioned remakes that should have not been touched. And unfortunately we haven't been able to get Stevie B to clarify that for us. Hopefully we can get him on the podcast, but this is what happens when you go on a rant and you don't mention names because you don't want to point out individuals. You throw everybody under the bus because you leave it open-ended that way. And people have asked me, are they talking about Sammy zone? Are they talking about angel
2: with his remake? I have no idea. My assumption, again, goes right back to Germany and Brazil. Germany and Brazil are synonymous for doing bad freestyle remakes. And again, when you listen to what Stevie B says in the beginning, he states Brazil, Canada, and Germany. And Brazil has remade some really, really terrible, terrible remakes of great freestyle classics. He's heard them, I bet. He also said, you know, people are making the same song over
1: and over and over again. And to me, that only points to the same compilation that we keep bringing up. Because all the other artists, they haven't released more than one or two songs. And they all sound different to me. I don't think that Nick Cologne's song can be confused with Shy's song. And that can be confused with
2: Mark Milan's song. They are not all the same songs. Yeah, it's like what you said. And it's like what some of our guests have said before on this podcast. When you use the planet rock beat, Robert Barkle himself, who's part of this uh, group, he said himself. His wife was, I don't know which song is which song. Every song is sounds the same from the last one. And it's just it sounds like one long extended play. If you can't mix these songs together, you're not a DJ. Because pretty much it's the same shit. It's Planet Rock, Planet Rock, Planet Rock, Planet Rock. It just takes you back. The, the 90s, one more time. And you think about Viper Records. If you listen to Viper Records, the melody is the same, the songs are all the same. The formula is all the same. You can listen to Viper Volume 1, to Viper li- Volume 4, and it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Same melody, same everything. Same thing is happening right now with nasty and Romeo Entertainment. It's the same thing over and over and over again. And again, I want to make it clear, it's not the artist, because Robert Barco is amazing. Jay Mazur is amazing. Johnny O has a legendary career. Okay? It's just the choice that they make in producer and song. Big props go
1: out to Angel Mena because he has told Jose and I many of times that freestyle comes in cycles. It's cyclical is what he says, yes. I remember a time when freestyle was, was starting to get known, our radio stations were starting to pop up, and there was a lot of talk about freestyle, and the group at the time was New Image, who had released a double CD, and they also had went on the boards. there was no Facebook to say that we need to step up our game. We need to set a standard, we can't go below the standard that we have set, and they've got a lot of shit in return, because people were saying, "Well, you're, you're no." Want to set the standard and so here's Stevie B saying I'm the motherfucking gold standard and look at the shit that he's getting 20 years 20 someone years later it's the same thing freestyle just it goes in cycles and it and it makes the same downfall because of the planet rock beat and no one gets it everyone wants a planet rock song and I don't know I can't for the life of me understand why because to me
2: as a old dusty fart yeah it's not freestyle and here's the thing, you know, back then, New Image said these comments and, you know, my response to them was, you know, all your songs sound the same. And, you know, because pretty much if you listen to the album, it's pretty much the same beat, right? They're talented artists, great singers. I'm not taking that away from them. But at that time, it just sounded like when you listen to a double CD, that a lot of the beats, a lot of the formula just stuck through the entire album. And it's because of the fact they have one producer. There were a lot of hits on those double CDs. You know, I, I can't say that there wasn't. But fast forward twenty years later, and we are such hypocrites. Again, we build new image up, right? We made them the second coming of TKA, and then we try to tear them down, right? We try to make them, you know, seem low because they they said something that was factual and hit somebody straight in the heart, right? They give them a heart punch. Twenty years later, CDB says everything is garbage, and he heart punch. All the lower tier, no talent artists that have been up and coming for 20 years who now are so shocked or so hurt or feel attacked. No one's talking about you because you were never in the running. Okay, but freestyle needs to stop being hypocrites. If you're going to make Stevie B your king of freestyle, which menu you have, you can't get mad at him when he addresses the court. So when the king comes for you and he says, you're fucking up, you can't betray the king now and try to stab him in the back because he said something that you didn't like. You made Stevie B your king. So now deal with the consequences. So we go from Stevie B's
1: passionate rant, scorch earth approach, tough love, and we get the response from his fellow artists. So let's start with our favorite Frankie Cutlass. Now, as many of you know, Frankie and Jose do not get along. They're oil and water, and yet they're very opinionated, and that's probably why they don't get along. But even Frankie Cutlass basically agreed with Stevie B. But to me, there was a major difference, whereas Stevie B was just a straight rant and just destroyed everybody. Frankie did have positive notes at the end. That's what I want to focus on. It's easy to, you know, I don't want to rehash the stuff that people agreed with Stevie. But I want to really highlight the differences in what they had with him. And I want to start it off with, well, him giving kudos to certain artists, new school artists. And one of them, uh, as Jose mentioned, was Robert Barco. The fact that Frankie even acknowledged Robert goes to show that, you know, Robert really has talent. We've talked about it on our podcast. And we've also told Robert that he needs to get away from that Planet Rock beat and go with some other producer.
2: He's at fault because he's loyal. The reason why he is where he is right now is because of loyalty. And he said it himself on this podcast. He's loyal to his group. And it's okay. He can stay with his group. But he should hire another producer. If he's going to allow Romeo Entertainment to put out his songs, he should have somebody else record his vocals. He should have somebody else uh, record his production. And it should be done outside. I think Romeo Entertainment should focus on just hiring other people to produce for them and because, you know, it, it's apparent that they're not doing a good job. And to have Frankie Cutlass mention Robert Barco, I think it's a positive note, just like you stated. And I think it shows that he's captured an audience. He's captured people in the community. And, you know, Frankie's not the only one to acknowledge him. There are old school artists that have also acknowledged him, that have had private conversations with me in regards to Robert. And he is Freestyle's uh, wham, Freestyle's uh, George Michael. And I think that's great. I just feel that he should move from being so loyal, and I know that's hard, his career is going to take effect if he doesn't do that. We've told Robert we want him to
1: succeed. We want him to reach the next level. And as Frankie said, you need that hit record. So we know that you're not going to get that hit record with the status quo. You need someone different to take you to the next level. And, and we hope that Robert is listening. We know he's listening because he's our buddy, right? My buddy. Yeah, buddy. And so we know he's listening and we hope that he takes it to heart that we have his, his, uh, his best interest at heart. The one thing that I do take exception with what he said was that he broke Julio Mena. Um, I'm going to have to disagree with you, Frankie. Uh, we've known... About Julio Mena for quite some time, and you had nothing to do with it. I'm sorry,
2: that's the truth. Julio Mena is a New England freestyle artist. If there's a radio station, if there's a push that went towards the Julio Menas, it was 90.7 FM WTCC. It was the radio stations in Connecticut, like 89.3 WRTC. It's like the Wuss that Larry V used to be on. Those are the people that broke Julio Mena, Angel Mena. Fred Nice, all these New England artists. You can't take credit for Julio because no one pushed Julio more than we did. And when Julio left and came back to freestyle, the person that pushed Julio mena the most was CPR Jose Ortiz, whether Julio wants to admit that or not. When he came out with his freestyle music, I was pushing him hard one year before I pushed his brother. So, you know, for, for someone to take credit for the... Julio Mena is, is, is ridiculous. And I don't, I don't want credit for it. I'm just saying I push this music just like I did with Freeze, Pose, Barisol, Adelise, or any other New England freestyle artist that had talent or has talent. I also want to highlight the one part that I do agree with him
1: is that there are clicks in freestyle. Jose knows all about this. He's been Absolutely. Really targeted many of times. As you said, they've taken pictures of your home. They made threats, all kinds of shit, over the past twenty years, and you know Frankie comes in and he gives his honest opinion about a certain artist's track, and now there, you know, people out there going full force on the "I Hate Frankie" tour. So I, you know, I agree. I see it. Everyone sees it. People talk about it behind the scenes, but they stay quiet because they don't want to get involved. They don't want to take sides. But we see it.
2: Frankie and I are very similar in that people use that hatred. To get their own audience. And you can see it, it's blatant. There are people that will go poke Frankie the bear, they'll poke him, keep poking him, right? And then they're gonna wait for his reaction so then they can have a reaction on their Facebook live so then they can garner an audience. And it's worked because I've seen a couple of people do it already. They try to get an audience on the back of Frankie Cutlass. Another artist that Frankie Cutlass gave
1: credit to acknowledged and I believe this 100% is George Anthony. I think this kid, we need to have him on the podcast because
2: not enough people are talking about him. You know why? Here's another thing about freestyle music. The more talented you are, the less they want to talk about you. Okay? George Anthony, to this day, has the number one, the best album in all of freestyle since 2015. Nothing Like Your Love by George Anthony. Best album, period. Hands down, nobody's topped it. They don't want to talk about that. You can say things about Stevie B in a negative manner. You could even say negative things about other old school freestyle artists, but they do take people with talent under their wing. If you look at George Anthony right now in this moment, he knows his place in the freestyle universe. He knows that. He's one of the best. And if it comes to new school music, he's the top guy in new school freestyle. Hands down. He got the look. He got the vocals and he got the swag. All right. He got the writers. He got the producers. He's the guy. But because he is the guy, they won't talk about him because they need to disprove that to themselves. Fact is that George Lamont wouldn't take someone like G.A. George Anthony and put him right next to him on stage if he, if he did not have that
1: talent. We'll definitely get into what George had to say in, uh, in a few, but I just want to go down the, the list of, of people that Frankie acknowledged real quickly. He also acknowledged the person that you have dubbed the princess of freestyle, Cynthia Figueroa.
2: I have nothing else to say about Cynthia Figueroa other than she is the greatest new school freestyle female that I've heard in 20 years, period. When she
1: gets up and sings, you can see it in her face that she's enjoying what she's doing. She's giving you a live performance. It's not one of these TV tracks that she's giving you a pantomime show where you're just lip syncing. She is giving you her all on stage. She's leaving it there for you. She reminds me of a Judy Torres. To be honest, if we're comparing old school to new school, Or new school to old school, rather. She is the Judy Torres of our generation. Yeah, so I I consider her very much like Judy Torres. Big props to Frankie. Uh, He made some good points, some things I don't agree with. But you're going to have that when you have an honest conversation. People are going to give you their perspective, and you can either agree or disagree, and you can talk about it. You don't have to go apeshit over it and get butt hurt. And what we saw, what I saw was a lot of, new school artists that I don't even think Stevie B knows their names let alone their songs this is freestyle club so another artist that gave his opinion that took the time to actually make a Facebook live video and co- kind of co-signed what Stevie B said but he kind of corrected Stevie B in a more professional manner was George Lamont
2: a lot of people have deemed Stevie B the king of freestyle the other half has deemed George LeMond, the king of freestyle. So you've heard from two kings addressing their court. And yes, they addressed them in many different ways. George LeMond wanted to clear up where freestyle came from, the roots of freestyle, the Bronx. It was called Latin hip hop. And you've talked about this many times, Raphael, because you were there at the inception of freestyle. You, you were listening to freestyle. You, Planet rock had nothing to do with it. And you know, what I think that George Michael was trying to sh- let people know is is that he is aware that there are quality artists out there putting out good music, and he just wanted TVB to be aware of that. He wanted to give him some words, kind of uh, calm some people down. He came to calm the folks down. But he did agree with a lot of the points, and they both talked about the tools that you use. Now, you have two kings telling you, these are the tools that you have to use. So you can get better at production, at lyrics, at sounding better on your songs. This is what you need to do. Please do it. You know, and they can't give you anything else. These are people that are letting you know information in a way where you can absorb it because it has to be short and sweet, and To the point, right? And you can take it with you and put it to to action. I'm going to have to steal a page from your book, Jose. You
1: have to use your active listening skills. And for me, what I took from the very beginning was George Lamont saying right from the start that he agrees with Stevie B and that he's down with Stevie B. Exactly. To me, he's saying he didn't get distracted by the bullshit that everybody was posting up. See, Stevie B is not the king. You're the king. He, he squashed all that who's king bullshit in the first minute of his video. This is a sign of a true professional that gets it that his words matter. The way he addresses an issue matters. It's easy to get fans wrapped up in the emotional part and get them to do your bidding. Jose, you and I know this. We've seen it. We've argued it passionately between us. Yes. The the effects that has on the fans. And here is a man that has enough integrity in himself to respect the fans and address them in the manner that they need to be addressed and guided. He said... C V B, you're my boy. And, you
2: know, words matter is basically what he said. Burst Lamont has publicly stated on my show and on other shows that he is okay with C V B being the king of freestyle. He is called the prince, he's called this. Listen, all they care about are the zeros on the check. All right. They don't care about these monikers that we as the freestyle community have made a points of getting into wars about. Everybody wants to war about who's the king of freestyle, who's the queen of freestyle, right? But once those people address you, and if you do or don't like what they say, that's how you react. It's pretty hypocritical, you know, because we're fighting this war. You think you're winning this war. George Lamont is the king. CVB is the king. George Lamont is the king. CBB is the king. And then we settle it. And then they address you. And then it's like, ah, fuck that. Whatever they said is bullshit. So, how are we gonna move forward? Who's the king now? Are you gonna dethrone these two because of their opinion? You can't. Is that they both address you in different manners? George LeMond had a great take on things, and I commend him because we need to hear more from him. But see, the more you hear from him, the more that people will turn on him. So that's why these guys are reserved, and sometimes they don't like to be vocal. I can definitely
1: see how that is. You give your opinion and. In- you're going to get people that just uh, disagree with you, but they don't know to agree to disagree. It always becomes personal. And, and that's where it takes that unfortunate turn. Something that I did notice that George Lamont kind of went out of his way to mention, because to me, I didn't get the, the connection was that he made it a point to say that freestyle started in the Boogie down Bronx. Yes. We know that. Right. But why did it have to be mentioned? I, I, I'm not sure if, he was reminding Stevie that hey, this all started here. You know, I would love to to understand more as to why he he made it a point to mention that.
2: My take was that you know Stevie mentioned Brazil, Canada, and Germany, and he's like, okay, that's great. You're right. Probably they are putting out bullshit freestyle, but freestyle is from the Bronx. This is our shit. You and I took it the same way,
1: where he was just highlighting where the garbage is residing, not so much where freestyle started or where freestyle is big or any of that. To me, it was just, hey, you know, here's Staten Island. That's where the garbage dump is. To me, that's what Stevie seemed to be highlighting. I could be wrong. Like I said, I, we'd love to have him on. We'd love to have all these guys on to, to give their take on it. I just found it interesting that he had to mention that. Another thing that George mentioned, it's unfortunate, but it's true, and he, I'm glad that he said it, was that there uh, were times that artists name artist, I guess, would show up and there would be no fans in the audience. Because of that, they wouldn't get paid or they got canceled at the last minute. And I I just want to share a quick story real quick. I remember, and and this couldn't have been no more than probably 12 years ago, that a legend, quote unquote legend, was performing in Brooklyn. You know, he performed, someone else performed. And when it was time for them to get paid, the club owner refused. And so they tried, you know, to rah-rah this Brooklyn club owner. But you don't rah-rah a Brooklyn club owner because you can't, sh- you can't shake these guys. You know, they're from Brooklyn. This was in, in Bensonhurst, of all places. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, the music stopped and the owner just said straight out, pay you for what? All these people here are my regulars. Who did you bring? That person over there? And he pointed right to me and my girl. So he knew, this guy knew. <laughs> He knew who his regulars was. You brought those two people. You want me to pay you X amount for those two people? Get the fuck out of here! You know? <laughs> so, you know, the artist had to leave embarrassed. And this is a legend.
2: Yeah, and this has happened a lot. And I, I think that also shows how they act now these days. And how George Lamont, you know, put a video up a few weeks ago saying, you know, if you don't have my money, I'll, I'm not performing because they've been through a lot. And he even shared the fact that he's been through a lot. And that other artists in the R&B field in other genres of music laugh at freestyle because they're like, it, you're singing with this person on the bill. You know, I, this person is your opener, you know, because even the opener matters to to a legend or, or used to when we had standards. Now they'll book anyone with anyone. You got to have the money. You don't have the money. Then, you know, that's that's the whole point, the money part. But. You know, and back in the day, there were more standards in freestyle and there were more standards in music. Now it's like, you know, just pay me. I don't care who I'm on the bill with. You know, sometimes the main event I had to approve who opened for them and who was going to be performing on the same bill as them. That's a thing of the past. You know, I don't I don't see that. You know, I don't see that at all. So you're going to get freestyle shows with George Lamont, and then, you know, Fulan de Tal. And then Fulano Netanyahu is going to use that as a stepping stone to try to make his career better. Oh, I opened up for George Lamont. Well, not by choice. You know, George Lamont didn't choose you to open up for him. It was a promoter who needed a promo to open up for George Lamont.
1: Sal so Abatello had mentioned how he packages these artists together to get the bigger crowds, the bigger, the bigger venue. George Lamont has said these guys are paying 100 k to 200 k And if all you're bringing
2: is 10 fans, that ain't going to cut it. That's a great point too. A lot of the new school freestyle artists like to always ask, "Am I going to get paid? What am I getting out of this?" You know, they don't want to travel, they don't want to put in the work. I think the only person that's actually put in the work and travel has been Shy, and you know, he's been through a lot in the last few months, and he can even tell you. And of course, we'll have Shy on so he can discuss his story. But he's the only one recently that traveled and has done what they needed to do to get to where they need to be. Where other artists who are complaining about the Stevie B thing or just trying to chime in are people that basically has, have been home doing nothing and waiting for the phone to ring, like you say, Raphael. People that they just work with social media to get a status and then they go back to their life, which is not as glamorous as their social media persona. It's unfortunate, but it, it is the, the, the way of the world right now. You could be whoever you want to be on social media. And so it's, it's disheartening to see that people are not willing to put in the work as they used to. And speaking of putting in the work,
1: he even put forth that he uses auto-tunes and Melodyne. We know Melodyne very well. We like to joke about it. And he says he uses it. Yeah. So if George Lamont, the golden voice of freestyle, uses auto-tunes and melodynes and, and other tools, the tricks of the trade to make his production sound the best, Why aren't everyone else doing it? You know,
2: take the time to get that production tight. I could use Shy as an example. You know, Shy had a live show on social media, and there was another artist that was like, "Oh, look at the melody in this, and I auto-tune that, and you should be using it, and you know, or you shouldn't be using it, or whatever the the comment was." But they mock each other. They mock each other on social media for using the tool that everybody uses. It's stupid for you to degrade someone's career based on them using melodyne and using autotune listen it's a way of the world it's what people are doing the big wigs are doing it i'm sure jennifer lopez uses melodyne and uses you know any other method to get her voice to sound better it happens with all freestyle artists these days everybody has to use melodyne everybody has to use all these different means to make them sound good because i can tell you this and i know this by fact if i were to turn the music off completely And just put the microphone on, all of you that are listening to this right now, 90% of you would choke. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah. Two last things that I want to touch on, George Lamont, I don't want to get uh, too stuck in the mud with this, is that I mentioned his professionalism, his self-awareness when he went on live. I'm sure he didn't write any of this down. He spoke from the heart. But he was self-aware enough that he had used the word cancer to describe what was happening in freestyle and replaced it. He corrected himself and he replaced it with a different word because he knew that cancer has a serious connotation to it.
2: Yes. I appreciate that because there are people right now that are battling that disease. And he even has a friend who he's trying to raise funds for that is also battling that disease. So I'm glad that he's self-aware of that and that he substituted that word. Uh, Yeah. I
1: I don't know if people caught on to that, but I want to highlight it because Again, it just shows his professionalism, his uh, self-awareness, and his attention to what he's putting out. Now, he's just not giving you that verbal diarrhea that we get a lot in freestyle.
2: I know there's a lot of things that we've said so far on this podcast that people are not going to agree with. You know, If I said something to offend someone, I apologize, but this is how I strongly feel. This is my strong opinion. Uh, It doesn't mean that I don't think that uh, you're a good person. Because I'm sure Tanasi is a good person. I'm sure that the artists that he produces are good people. I understand that. But to represent this genre of music, the answer is
1: no. And that brings me to my final point. point that I've been saying for 20 years. Right along with Lisa, Lisa is not freestyle. And she came out and said it herself in a couple of interviews and I felt vindicated. I also felt just as vindicated when George Lamont said freestyle is not coming back. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's obvious. It's not going to be mainstream radio. It's not going to be to the level that it was before, but that doesn't mean that we can not enjoy it, that we can't keep it alive, but we can't keep it alive and going strong and giving it a rest, a, 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 you know, Uh, a second life, a third life, a fourth life, whatever iteration it's at now, if we continue to make the same mistakes on the past.
2: I always say that freestyle is like professional wrestling. And I want to make a a point to, to mention this again. Yes, a lot of you are not going to make it to the world wrestling entertainment. It's okay to be an independent artist. Okay, it's okay to be that way. Freestyle is the music for independent artists. You don't need to make it to the big time. You don't need to be on the major record labels. You have to live comfortably. You have to create a brand. All right. Let's stop shaming artists, especially the old generation of getting together and putting out merchandise. You know, George Lamont has the Got Freestyle merchandise. He created a brand, Coffee Cubs. He created shirts and things like that. Support that. Support that. Because. They're giving you ideas of what you should be doing. And it's okay for freestyle not to come back. It's okay for freestyle to be where it is. What is not okay is for someone to consistently put out inferior music. It's not okay. It's not okay for you to put out compilation after compilation or song after song on iTunes. And it's just poor quality freestyle music with bad vocals, with bad production with things being off sync, with instruments that don't belong in a song, with subpar music. So there are people out there that are shining a bright light in freestyle right now. Most of those people are on my top 10 countdown. And I saw somewhere that somebody has stated that they're shitting on my countdown, I guess, or something because of what Stevie B said. No, I I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I, I believe that he focused on the same people that we focused on since we started this Freestyle Club podcast because of the fact that we have some really talented people out there putting out some quality music. And then when those people put out this quality song out, here are 10 others that are bad.
1: One thing that we did learn, and Naeja said it, and we'll have her podcast coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks, is that... You get the question, why don't the old school put out new music? And it's because people don't support it. They don't buy it. They don't push it. I don't understand why that is because they push
2: the bad stuff, but they're not pushing the good stuff. Yeah, the the bad stuff always gets highlighted. How much highlight have we gotten for Tanasi's group? People have been highlighted on Tanasi's group. And I'm like, this is not the standard. This is not what we should be playing right now. Like, what is this? What's going on here? Every day. On social media, you're going to see. I just saw a, a performance from Texas. It was atrocious. It was so bad. And I can't mention the person's name because I might stifle their career or they will get upset with me. But man, I was like, they sounded horrible. They just let them up there like a deer in headlights playing rugby. We've said this many a times ad nauseum
1: is that the people with the less talent seem to be the hungriest and are pushing the most and they're getting yes. the attention that the the more talented people should be getting, but they're sitting home waiting for the phone to ring and not really putting themselves out there because either they fear rejection or they feel that they are above it, that their talent should speak for themselves. And it doesn't work like that in the real world, you know? Nope. It really doesn't. When you go to a job interview, it's your performance at the job interview that wins you the job. It's the resume that gets you the interview, but it's your performance at the interview that makes you or breaks you, basically.
2: Absolutely. And I talked about the Freestyle Volume 1 compilation, and we talked about how horrible it was. And then you look at roster that they've put out after the compilation, 17, 17 songs that have been released after the double compilation. So if, if it's 20 songs, plus se- that's 37 to 40 songs Terrible, terrible songs put out versus Shy, With all My Heart, versus Lily Rose Magical, you know, versus some of the songs that are on the top 10 countdown. Aki Star, that's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. 10 songs that were salvaged versus 40 that are terrible. To
1: close it out, I just want to mention one pet peeve that it seemed a reoccurring theme with a couple of these guys. I just happened to go through Troy Guy's video. I, I didn't get to hear the whole thing. I just went through it really quickly because we were going to go live as I as I found it. But uh, one reoccurring theme is get rid of the goddamn TV tracks and sing over an instrumental. If not, you're basically a studio artist is what uh, what Guy said. Which is what I said that two podcasts ago. <laughs> right, it, which is, again, that's why I brought it up because this is, again, this is what Jose's saying, but Jose says it and he's a comemenda, right? But someone else says it, and he's a fucking hero. Can't have it both ways. I understand it's, it's not what you say it's how you say it, but the truth is the truth is the truth, and you have to push your, your personal feelings aside and take out the constructive criticism that's obviously there.
2: I can't put it any other way. Like, I, I've curtailed the way that I address people. Almost 20 years ago, I would say your shit sucks, and then that'll be that. And then people wanted me to elaborate. I was like, your shit really, really
0: sucks.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I elaborated. And so to have a podcast and have dialogue, I've attempted to give feedback and I've given constructive criticism. I've given feedback. Now I have to ignore people. That's my new mechanism of dealing with reviews for new freestyle. We used to have something called DPR's unofficial official awards. I can't do that now. Oh, hell no. We talked about that. And I said, no, I don't want no part of that. I, I cannot do that. No, I people could not handle that. In this day and age, there's, there was, there'll was there be no way, Jose. <laughs> no way, Jose. I mean, I can't do that, that awards. I can't go on social media right now and write a little article on my page and say, this is the reason why these things are not good. I've resorted to fucking memes. All right. That's what I resort to now. Memes to make people laugh. People think. I can't express myself. I've been stifled. <laughs> I feel like a victim. <laughs> you know, but... but <laughs>
0: Subscribe to The Freestyle Club. Freestyle. Freestyle On Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Visit the thefreestyleclub.com. The Freestyle Club. The Freestyle Club. Let's talk. Style. All right, so
1: we talked about the bad from Germany and, and these other places. And uh, but let's not fall in the trap, in the Stevie B trap, where we get so caught up in the emotions that we forget that there's also another side, the good side, that's yes. being produced, the good quality music. So let's talk about a good quality producer. The first one that comes to mind
2: is... Sasan EDA. That's my nickname for him. Sasan Eda is an amazing artists. In discussing Germany, we forget the people that are actually doing good things like Sasan. Sasan put out two songs by Rudy Fausto that are vocal perfection. He put out songs that are engineered perfectly. If Stevie B needs to listen to music from Germany, he should hit up Sasan. Strings of my heart and without you, there's no tomorrow. Once he hears these two songs, he knows that Tassan is the real deal. And Sasan is someone that Stevie B should be working with for his new music. So if we're going to criticize people from Canada, Germany, and Brazil, let's, let's focus too on the people that are doing positive, good things in these, in these countries. When it comes to Germany, Sasan. Okay? When it comes to Canada, I think about the AP3, the audio playground. You know, those guys are signed to Sony. Those guys are doing great things. They're charting on billboard and they're talented artists. They're talented because they write their own music. They put an influx of hip hop in their freestyle and it works. And not only do they have a freestyle version, which they don't have to have, but they have multiple versions that just give them that worldwide appeal. And they've worked with Flow Rider. AP3 has worked with Flow Rider, featured them on their first song Have it. And that's another positive thing in that area for freestyle, but again drowned out by forty bad songs.
1: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, we can talk about the bad in freestyle all day, but we should also balance it out with some good.
2: Yes, an additional thing that I would like to say is is that you can say negative things about Stevie or any old school artist, but there are old school artists that have taken new school artists under their wing. For those of you that were saying that Stevie was shitting on new school, just listen to. Julio Mena featuring Stevie B, One Last Wish, and tell me if that's the case. Because he called Julio, said, I love the song, and then did a duet with him for the same specific song. He doesn't have to do that. Same thing with Freeze. Freeze and Stevie B at one time were very close. I'm not sure what their relationship is now, but Stevie B used to sing Freeze's song to him. He sang Memories to him a bunch of times, And he invited Freeze. Hey, Freeze. And this is almost 20 years ago, by the way. I love your song. He sang the song over the phone to him. Why don't you come to this show here that I'm doing? And why don't you open up for me? And I'm sure that he's done this with other people, just like George LeMond has done it with George Anthony, just like TKA has done it with other New School artists who, in the end, kind of ruined their relationship. But they do try. They do try to take people under their wing. They do try to maneuver the New School artist. They choose the one that's perfect for them. It's just something to think about when you're on social media typing away at how negative the comments were by the kings of freestyle. So there you have it. You asked us to comment, you asked us to do a quick blah blah on it, and
1: you have our thoughts on the thoughts of others. Now we wanna hear your thoughts. Were we full of shit? Were we on point? What do you agree with? Why do you disagree? What are your examples of what the standard is in freestyle today? Please join our group, hit us up on our website, give us your feedback. You are the fans. If you don't demand what you want, you're going to get stuck with what somebody else gives you. Use the power to shape freestyle into what you want it to be. And with that,
2: I'm CPR Jose Rogis for the unknown admin. He's loving freestyle. You guys got to be fucking kidding.